Hello and welcome to Flotsam, a role-playing series about rats surviving in a mysterious sinking city. Our rats have found their way to an estate house in the court, high-class area of Flotsam, to meet with their kindler contact and Enid's climbed over the garden wall to try to sneak in. Now she's in the garden and someone right behind her has just cleared his throat. Episode 15, The Drunk and the Butler. I, I turn around as slowly as possible. Oh, hello, dear. You are confronted by a fairly slender, fairly tall rat. Looks vaguely familiar, but you couldn't place why. He is wearing a uniform a bit like uh, what Vern is wearing, but even in the brief bit of light from the back of the house here, better quality. It's unfastened down the front. Uh, He has a sword um with his hand is on his sword uh, it's scabbarded at the moment and he also has in his other hand something burning looks like a cigar maybe it looks like he's been lounging against the wall and has just straightened himself up uh, and you can see a glint of greenish eyes i look down as imperiously as I can at the hand on the sword and went, well, I don't think there's any need for that now, do I? Those of you next door, is anybody particularly good hearing? Uh, I don't I don't have any traits that would lend them to that. Not no. particularly, okay. I don't think you know what's going on in that case. Mm. Okay. I will be deliberately, because I'm, I'm very aware that one of them may poke their head up at any minute, so I'm going to... You're being quite loud, are you? No, no, I'm just moving myself so that his back is to the wall. Okay. So sort of moving around him. He he does draw the sword, straightens up and takes a, a couple of steps towards you and puts out his, his other hand to the tree, uh, realises that he's got this thing in his hand, sticks it behind his ear and then leans against the tree. And you've... There's something odd about the way he's moving. What exactly are you doing? Well, I thought that a gentleman brandishing a sword such as that would understand desires for adventure. So you jumped over our garden wall because you wanted an adventure. (laughs) Oh, well... We do all sorts of things when we get bored, don't we? Um, I suppose so, but... uh, I cough very loudly. So, let me get this straight. You came over the wall for an adventure. Uh, Here you are. Here's somebody with a sword. Isn't that an adventure? And he raises the sword towards you. Come on. This is adventurous. (laughs) And you realise that that's why he's weaving, is he is clearly drunk. Oh, have you got a tipple on you? Mm? That's much more my kind of adventure. A <laughs> uh, tipple? No, I have no tipple. I really have tippled already. Thank you. Oh, I um, see. But I wouldn't say no to a tipple. But no. But unfortunately, uh, she's taken the key. Who's what? They've cut you up from your supply. How dreadful. Well, there is what's in the cellar, but honestly, it's not very good. Where's the good stuff, then? Life's too short for poor quality. In Mother's study. 
and I can break the door down, or I could climb through the window, but it always leads to trouble, you know, uh, the, yeah. the next day. So, really, I should be out, but I'm not allowed to be out. Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, why are you here? Well, much the same reason as you, I suspect. Boredom. Right, right. Mm. So, if you get up to something, I can cover for you. And if I get up to something, that would be wonderful cover for you, would it that, that, not? That, that's right. Maybe we could both sneak out. Oh, wouldn't that be an adventure? Hmm, yes, yes, but, but you have to, have to be quiet, because I, I don't want her to know. What's, what's your name? Ah, <laughs> ah, you won't catch me that way. <laughs> uh, no, no, because if you tell me my name... Wait... Um, uh, yes, but then you'll tell her, and father for that matter, that I'm out. Well, in that case, why don't we do like the spies? Why don't we have code names? All right, what's yours? Oh, I'll be the hawk. The hawk? All right, that's the whole flapping over the edges of... of, of yes, you know, of a rudimentary attempt at flying, but far too noticeable. All right, uh, what, what shall I be? The fish. The fish. <laughs> fish, all right. Um, not ideal. I mean, there's something... Like a not, drink. Not very, not very heroic about a fish. Oh, OK, it? well, what could we have? Um, what would you like? Yeah, what's heroic? What's a heroic thing? Um, animal. Lion. Have you ever seen a lion? I've only ever seen a lion on buildings. Uh, I don't think they actually exist. No. Um, hmm. It could be. It could be. It could be. And he staggers forward again and, and drops his cigar. Wait, Ooh, wait uh, a minute. Wait, wait. And, and I cough again. <laughs> starts sort of widening his legs out, keeping them straight, trying to reach down to get the cigar without, for some reason, bending his knees. Possibly he thinks he's going to fall over. Meanwhile, on the other side of the wall... Okay, do, I was going to ask, do we do a check? Can we hear any of this? Hear any of this nonsense? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, it is quite difficult to hear. Let's have a seven. Okay, is this for Both Burton to hear or for Chris? Uh, Reg, sorry. I think for the party to hear, I think, makes sense. Okay. So whoever wants to roll that. I'll do this one. Uh, that's a nine. Whoa. All right, you hear that. Uh, in fact, if, with that, okay. at that level, all of you will be able to hear the ensuing conversation. Okay. Nice. That sounds like Enid's made a friend. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, she, she's, she's doing pretty well. Uh, if you can maybe get him... He sounds like he's about to pass out, though. Maybe if you can get, get him to sit down, he'll nod off. How can we tell her? <laughs> well, we could climb over the wall and whisper it in her ear, I suppose. <laughs> I think it might be easier if uh, I go introduce myself to this little conversation. Okay, well, you want to stand on me then? Um, all right, says <laughs> Gentry. Well, you're welcome to go if you like, but I no, don't no, feel. No, I'm just sort of wondering. Mate. All right, no, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. It's just, it's, it's just that's just going to be more excitement he, now that he's got used to the idea of Enid being there. I think she's doing pretty well. Well, I'm, I'm always open to ideas. I'm learning and growing, apparently. Perhaps you can just sort of get the information out of him and then we can decide what to do. Oh, so you think, yeah. just sit here and listen to the radio show? We could go in and, and interrupt her, I suppose, but she seems to have it in hand. Well, how about we split the difference? Reg, why don't you climb on me and just keep an eye on proceedings in case it goes south? Okay, I'll just peep over 
and and maybe I can remind. I don't know how I can uh, communicate to Enid without. <laughs> the rats, the rats have oh. sign language. <laughs> <laughs> can you mime with paws? These yeah. and other paws, questions paws, need answers. Paws and whiskers, <laughs> uh, and ears. Mm. <laughs> In fact, yeah, you, you have all sorts of appendages that. Uh, <laughs> We've got all sorts of appendages. We don't use yeah. them for mime. <laughs> it's a new branch. Uh, if we get caught, there's always a career in show business. Mm. <laughs> Not that Dixie Doolin for again. Flashbacks. Is that what they did? <laughs> okay, I'm going to climb on Vern and uh, peep over the wall uh, and see if... Cautiously. Okay, and meanwhile, a conversation is going on. So, how should we escape? Well... I need to uh, cause a, a little bit of a scene or distract people so you can sneak out. Uh, how, how would be best to do that? You know mother and father best. Oh, um, get out, get out to sneak. Uh, distraction, distraction. Well, they're not in, um, but it's, all, it's, in. It's, it's all the servants that I'm worried about because oh. they'll tell. You see, they're all under right. strict so which... orders to, to, to tell. tell. All right, who have we got? Damage limitation. What? The servants, who are they? Oh, I don't know that. I mean, some of them, for certain. I mean, uh, Reynolds, for example, and uh, an old Cavendish, but uh, I don't I, I expect me to keep track of all of them, do you? Oh, no, who does, darling? Um, hmm, Cavendish. You say he's yes. elderly? Yes. yes. Easily distracted? Uh, well, it depends what the other servants are getting. But, look, they're all in the house. All I think we, we need to do is if we close that door, if we close that door, there, see, that door, mm. then, 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 then we can go out the back. Oh, well. We need to be quick, though. Either we could close the door or we could make somebody else close it. How? Well, usually you close doors when there's something outside you don't want getting in. Like a lion. Or bees. <laughs> I haven't got either of those upon my person. I can't see bees. Can I see any bees? You have not seen bees or indeed Damn. insects of any sort in this place. Hmm. Have you got any bees? Not on me currently, dear. Hmm. Well, or you maybe. just go over to it. Well, yes, sometimes the simplest solutions are the best. I shall give it a go, and I'll... Where's the nearest door? So the door he's talking about is the one next to the tradesman's entrance, beyond which somebody is washing some dishes. Uh, I will wander imperiously again towards this door and loudly mutter to myself, dreadful racket, just dreadful, and just close the door. Quick, he says, quick, and, and runs up alongside you and uh, runs to the, the double doors and starts to un unlock them. I will whisper to Vern, he's coming out, hide, and climb down. And I, I will clap a hand on this gentleman's arm and go, Mr. The Lion, or whatever we decided to call you, um, there are more coming. I'll distract them, you make off. Right, 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 right. Uh, we'll meet again at the aforementioned place, all right? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes. Good luck, Lion. And opens the door, and he staggers out. 
I close the gate behind him. The door next to you rattles as somebody tries the handle. I wander away from it. Starts to open. Those of you in the alley see this gentleman basically spill out between the two doors and weave his way up to the main thoroughfare. (laughs) Enid, you back off into the garden, into a bit of shadow. The door opens. A Mm -hmm. rather large rat peers out, looks around, sees the open door. Master Arthur! Master Arthur! Oh, he's gone again and goes back into the house. That was him! Right. I'm going oh, after no. him. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have seen that coming, Enid? <laughs> I was like, why didn't you give him the code name Arthur? Because <laughs> he didn't look helpful enough. Who is doing what? <laughs> I'm going to go off after Arthur. All right. Oh, no, I haven't got the, I haven't got the letter. Enid's got it. It sounds like you only realised that as you were already on your way after him. Yes, so like I did. I did. Uh, so you're just trailing him to see where he goes, are you? Uh, yeah, a yeah, bit. Sure. Yep. Uh, what's everybody else doing as Reggie's legged it? Enid, you're still inside in the garden with the doors now closed in front of you. I'm, I'm just having a coughing fit behind a bush. Trying to get any attention. Uh, so I think Vern, having seen somebody come out, I, would would Vern have heard the um, Mr. Arthur, Mr. Uh, well, Arthur I as well? Given that Reg has heard, no, actually, no. Vern was down behind the wall. Yeah. Um, so no, Reg will have heard it. Um, Vern will not. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that case, uh, Vern will want to get after oh. Reg. So Vern is going to go after Reg, but. Because we don't want, you know, why is Reg just legged it? So Vern will want to go after Reg. But first, uh, so Vern will basically turn turn to Gentry. Because there's nothing to stop Enid now just opening that door and yeah, coming out again. that's what she's thinking. But rather than shout over the wall, uh, Vern will just turn to Gentry and say, I'm going to go after Reg. You get up on my shoulders and tell Enid to get out of that garden. Uh, right. All right. What? Get on my shoulders. Tell Enid to get out of the garden. Spit spot, Gentry. Time's a wasting. Right. Uh, okay. He scrambles up at your shoulders, looking puzzled. <laughs> this is the weirdest tower. Why does we it always happen like this? this? Why are we so useless? <laughs> he climbs up, climbs up onto the uh, the stones above, leans over. Enid! Enid! Um, I'm going to roll for some keeper. Oh no. Enid, you hear uh, surprise sound from inside the house at this voice echoing out. Yes. Vern says you've got to leave. I don't respond. I just. uh, Can I see anybody else? The door is rattling again. It's about to open. Right. I will stay hidden in the bush. Enid, did you hear me? Shh. Righty ho. I think she heard that. I'm not really very sure. She seems to be a bit busy. Ah, god damn. Alright, you go after Reg. I'll stay here and try and get her out of the garden, I suppose. Right, go after Reg. Don't lose sight of him. I've already lost sight of him. Um, Right, Uh, and he sets off at a run. (sighs) Okay, Reg, uh, it's not hard to track this gentleman's (laughs) progress. He is desperately trying to sneak, but he is clearly too drunk to sneak. And um, he is really <laughs> obviously sneaking from, you know, right. pool of light to pool of light. 
uh, that sort of thing. So, so yeah, he's not making a massively fast progress, so it's relatively easy to trail him. Uh, do you want to catch him up, or do you just want to trail him? I haven't got the letter of introduction at the moment, so... Uh, but I know what he's looking for. Uh, if only I had some alcohol. I think I shall just trail him for the moment. Seeing as he's moving quite slowly, I think the others will be able to catch up. So uh, I shall just nonchalantly saunter along with my satchel. Maybe occasionally glance at a piece of paper and look at look at house crests. Right, back to Enid. The door opens and the quite chubby rat you saw before um, steps out and looks around. And behind her is a, um, a more smartly dressed uh, servant rat. Is there someone out there? I stay absolutely silent using my stealth. <laughs> I warn you, burglars will be treated very harshly. Would you like to make a roll for your stealth? Okay. I am not going to tell you because I'm going to roll against you. Oh, can I can I have something for my stealth? You don't have stealth. You have part of the scenery. Part of the scenery, you yes. Uh, you can have, hmm, in this circumstance, plus three. Okay. That is a six. Seven, eight, nine. They rolled a six. Aha! I am at one with the bush. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I've heard. Um, <laughs> Accurate. And and they uh, spend a bit of time looking around the garden. It's that whole kind of guard thing of must have been our imagination, must have been the wind, something like that. And they head back in. Meantime, Vern, while they are searching, you are outside the wall. They haven't given up yet. You don't know this yet. What are you going to do? Um, so at the moment, I think Vern is basically just in Overwatch. So he's he's not going to do anything. He will just stand there listening for signs of trouble that would he would need to jump to Enid's aid, but he is he is learning and growing, so he's he's just <laughs> going to stay there and basically until he thinks the coast is clear to to poke his head into the garden. So he's probably waiting until he thinks that they've gone back inside, and you know, unless he hears anything that indicates Enid's in danger. Okay, in which case we will go back to Reg. Reg, this gentleman has stumbled down the street a little bit. Uh, he's now stopped by a statue. Uh, he has recovered the cigar from behind his ear and is lit it and is um, sitting by the statue okay, smoking. That's, uh, that's good. So he's not moving anywhere. Um, how far up the street have we gone? You have gone probably another three estates towards the tower. Ooh. And as you are quietly following him, uh, you realise that Gentry is, has caught up with you. He's oh. a little bit out of breath. Ah. You, you didn't lose him then. Uh, he, he was he wasn't hard to follow. Why why are we chasing him? What's he done? He's he's Arthur. He's our contact. Oh. But Enid's got the letter of introduction from from the Tappers. Well, do, do you think he's capable of reading at the moment? I mean, we might need to get a bucket of water over him before. I'm not sure. Oh dear me. Well, at least he's uh, he seems to be receptive. We can uh, you know not too hard to make friends with. Although. He doesn't seem interested in talking to uh, people at the lower stations, so I was going to wait for uh, Vern or yourself to get here. Well, I suppose we could try. Yeah, fair enough. I'll uh, I'll just tag along with you. Righty ho. Um, let's go and have a chat with the fellow then, shall we? Trentry walks up to the uh, figure sitting by the statue. Hello there, fellow. You haven't got another one of those, have you? Uh, well, oh. Uh... Hello. Um, no, I think this is mine, and I think if I cut it in half, it would be too short. Right, right. Uh, 
perhaps a tipple of some sort? Mm, uh, no, all out of tipple, too. Do you know somewhere? Anywhere we can go? Anywhere we can go for a tipple? Uh, I, I think the most entertaining places are probably down in Lanternside, wouldn't you say? Ah, yes. <laughs> there are several, several, several places where and he taps the side of his nose. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Yes, yes, there are. Um, perhaps you'd like to join me and my companions for a for a, a jaunt down to Lanternside and a drink, then? Hmm, and drink. Who's the short one? He says, looking at Reg. Oh, uh, he's just my um, butler, says Gentry. Reg will uh, rip off some sort of like weird little salute thing. <laughs> he's short for a butler. Uh, yes, um, we all have to suffer in these lean times, says Gentry. <laughs> ah, right, uh, all right, uh, do you take your butler to the drink? Uh, yes, I, I, I find that he then goes to the bar for me, and it makes life a lot easier. That sounds excellent, take your butler to the drink. Right, let's go, and he stands up. Gentry just shoots you a look, a look, Reg, kind of slightly panicking. I, I'll, uh, oh, dear, oh dear, this works. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him an, an, an enthusiastic nod. Uh, uh, right, come on then, chap. Uh, we stroll in back uh, down towards Lanternside then, sir. Uh, yes, yes, Lanternside, please, um, uh, butler. <laughs> oh, and uh, I, I, we were going to drink with my companions. Go and, go and find my companions and we'll start our way down. We don't want to walk too fast. Very good, sir. Uh, walking is easier in daylight, says Arthur, because you can see your feet. Yes, yes, very nice, lovely. Uh, uh, yes, just come with me, fellow. Uh, look, I'll hold you up. And, and the two of them start down the boulevard. <laughs> OK, I shall uh, return down the middle of the boulevard and round the corner to back to the de Kerr household and uh, pause in amongst the trees and benches rather than directly outside the house. Okay. Vern is uh, appears to be listening at a gate. Oh, she's still in there. Damn it. Okay. Uh, I shall just uh, sit on a bench and pretend to be uh, reading my scrap of paper for a little while. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the garden. I've just in my head. I've just got this image of like Vern and Reg catching glances of each other and just doing that mouthing of like, "What the? I don't know. I, I what? The, I <laughs> just back and forth." Yeah. Get, get her, get her out. What do you mean? Yeah. How? I didn't know how. Do you want to come over here and do I can't. I'm a butler. <laughs> I've never bottled. <laughs> okay, uh, Enid, um, they appear to have gone back into the house. Well, then I will take this opportunity to very slowly poke my head out of the bush, make sure that nobody's there, and make my way over to the door and leave. Okay, make your way to the door. Let's have a general effectiveness roll to not make the door opening really loud and obvious. Oh, God. Uh, you need to get better than four. Or four or better. Okay. You can have a plus one for part of the scenery. Thank you. It's a nine. Boom. So, ten. Excellent. Noiselessly, she is out of the gate and I am joins the Who was that? Just the wind. Not me. <laughs> You've got to be narrating my door opening from season one. <laughs> <laughs> Just open the door. Uh, you are out in the alley and uh, you can see Reg sat oh, thank God. Uh, somewhere in the middle on a bench. Was I needed? Always. <laughs> oh. 
and I, I not not take Enid by the hand because she'd eviscerate me, but just sort of lead us over to Reg, I guess. Your butler is slacking. Look, he's off duty. Uh, yes, yes, uh, that, that's that's bad. Butler, um, g c come and um, attend us, says, says Gentry, looking slightly panicky. Oh, so I can see Arthur now, can I? He is being helped along by Gentry, who has just come level with Reg. Reg will uh, leap up and... Uh, sorry, sir. Sorry, just resting, sir. Yes, well, don't do it again. No, sir. Oh, there you are, dear. Are you having a lovely adventure? Wait a minute. You're the, uh... You're some... Hawk! I knew it was... I knew... <laughs> Exaggerated stage whisper. I knew it was some sort of bird. And you're very brave. What was it? A bison and a lion? I don't know. A bicep. A bicep. That was it. You're the bicep. Right, let's go. Uh... <laughs> I, I thought we should uh, have a trip down to, to Lantonside, says Gentry, because, you know, it's uh, it's easier to understand. Okay, yes, that sounds very agreeable. Gentry sort of looks slightly panicky at both um, Vern and Enid, sort of shrugging his shoulders. Uh, I'll uh, head out in the direction of Lantonside slightly and say, uh, it's this way, sir. Okay, so are the four of you nursing this rather drunken rat um, down to Lantonside to a bar there? Is that the plan? I will I'm hold just... my my arm out or my hand out, so so he hopefully is well brought up enough to take it, and it'll look like he's guiding me, but actually I'll be helping to steady okay. him. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. I'm trying to decide if if Vern would just blow this whole thing because. <laughs> Because going back past the gate to Lantonside is a ridiculous idea with the drunk thing on yes. us. Hmm. How smart is Vern at this point? He's kind of bolshy. Would he have picked up on your weird spy thing you've got going on? If I can catch Enid's eye, I'll uh, um, sort of tap my head, try and remind her that she's got the, the letter. Oh! Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, oh, could you, could you wait here for a second, dear? I'll take my hand off and take, pick my hat up and... Um... Mr. The Bicep, I'm afraid your cover's been blown, dear. Oh, no, Mother. It's all right. Don't worry, I won't tell anybody. Arthur, was it? Very quietly next to him. Don't tell anyone. Of course I won't. We've been sent by a friend. Oh, good. It's always good to have friends. Yes. I take the hat off. And take the uh, the letter out. But are you in a state to read, dear, or would you like somebody else to read for you? I think the, the bottle should do it. The bottle, absolutely. And I hand the letter to him with a kind of oh god, here we go. Look. Thank you, ma'am. With, with your permission, sir. I'll say off, showing him that it's sealed. Uh, yes. What? Yes. That. Okay. I shall break the seal and I shall read it to him. The letter, first and foremost, has a picture on it. Um, the picture looks like a, a stamp, uh, if that makes sense, a, a sort of woodcut stamp um, okay. of a, uh, a barrel, uh, a wooden barrel in a circle. And there are symbols uh, to the top, right, uh, left and bottom, but they're not they're not letters. They're, they're um, strangely shaped symbols. Um, and to the right of that is written, I need you to look after these people see that they meet with those in the know in the Kindlers 
don't let Cassandra know. And that's it. That's all it says. Mm. So I shall read him this and show him the seal. I presume that's the tapper's seal. You assume so. Uh, his eyes opened slightly wider. Ah, oh, right. Um, we're not supposed to talk about this stuff, you know. I, I think I need a drink. I'm not sure you do, dear. Oh, uh, wait, what? Uh, uh, he's been sort of deflated by the message. Um, I can't help you. Well, not tonight. I can't help you because, because it's difficult to think. Hmm. Um, can you come back? How long would you need? I sleep. I think sleep, unless it's urgent, and then well, uh, if it's urgent, it is. It's very very urgent. urgent. Oh dear. All right. As nothing says. We're valid than having a drunk person introduce us. Mm. Mm. A fair point. Can we sober him up somehow? Is the very, very strong coffee? I don't know. Plunge him in a river? Um, Cold water usually does the trick. I... Mm. How urgent? Life or death? I choose life. (laughs) We need an introduction to the uh, the Kindler's Guild. Mm. So, So, Cassandra... He's the boss. We don't want oh. to be introduced to her. No, she's no. Um, money, thing, um, serious, very serious. Mm. So you need to know the people who know the things. What what things? They're people who are really involved with the work that the Kindlers do. Oh, abyss, yeah. yes, things, I understand. Yes, yes. Not, 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 the, not, the, not the top brass. Machines, automatons, uh... that sort of thing? Embers. Right, I can find you that. You need to talk to Starlings. That's that's right. Right, I can take them, but you have to be very, very quiet. We can manage that, I think. Right. Come with me. And off he goes, weaving towards the tower. Right. Speed up just slightly to catch up with him and uh, do the hand thing again so that he looks like he's leading me, but I'm supporting him. Okay. Try and keep him less wavery so he doesn't attract attention. You are escorting your drunken new friend up the boulevard towards the big weird tower that floats above everything and still is giving at least Rage flashbacks and possibly the others a little bit of flashback. In front of it is a much wider open cobbled square with a structure in the middle which looks like it could have been a fountain with statues uh, around the the outside of a, a sort of big square fountain in the middle. Off to your left is another street which goes down a hill, goes down a, a series of steps, um, and this is the way he, he stumbles, repeatedly muttering about starlings and muttering about kindlers, and you, you head down follow, following him down the hill. There are quite a number of guards around at the moment. They don't seem to be paying you any attention. They are much more concentrated on the base of the tower. And this thing is ridiculous. I mean, looking up, it, it's just gigantic and shadows over everything. And it's really quite oppressive having it sort of hovering above your heads like this. But you're leaving it behind now, going down the hill, going down fairly steep, uh, irregular steps. And down below you, you can see a, another big stone building 
the front of it is curved a little bit like like the White House is curved. So the the, the front section of it is comes out in a sort of semicircle, uh, and there are there are columns on it. Uh, it's made of grey stone, uh, and it's fairly chunky looking. And behind it, because you're coming down from an angle, you can see the sort of the rear of it as well. Behind it, you can see there is a big courtyard of some sort, which looks like it is filled with smaller buildings and possibly storage area and carts and, and things like that. It doesn't quite look like a factory. Um, if anything, it looks something like a naval base. It's not full of things being manufactured. It's more things being stored at the back of a building. You head down the hill towards that, and as you get close, you realise that outside of that are a number of guards posted they are fairly smart looking and you recognize the uniform and the symbol you have seen this symbol before on the guards who chased you around the smoke as you you ran through the tall grass next to the wall so these presumably are kindlers there are people coming and going even at this time of night there are lights on the building even at this time of night there are carts moving in and out the gentleman with you stumbles sort of to a halt I think we go not in the front door. So, come with me. Yes, come with me. And wanders off to the left. Okay, follow him. And he heads off to the left side of the building, down towards the... There's a set of big gates at the back, which looks like carts and things are going through. You're on Cobble Street again here, and there is a little sort of trench down the side of the building where... It may have been a sewer or a water runoff or something like that, and so the carts are going across a small bridge into the back of the building there. So it leads you to that small bridge. Uh, right, wait here. I'll go make sure it's safe. Okay. And staggers out oh. across the bridge. Are you waiting there? I think... How well sort of concealed are we where we're stood? Like, are the guards are going to see us? Is it going to be another whole debacle about us loitering again? You are fairly easy to see where you are, but there are plenty of people passing backwards and forwards here um, of all sorts. I, d I think a small group of people talking here is not going to be seen as a, a, a threat, particularly when there, when there are a bunch of guards. It's not right. like you're in a back alley about to jump over a wall. There are a bunch of guards around here. So he wanders off. One of the guards walks up to him. There is a brief conversation. Arthur sort of slaps him on the shoulder and carries on past the guard. So far, so good. Let's hope he remembers to come back. Once we get in there, I'm thinking that we should just come out with the majority of, uh, of the story. I think honesty is the best policy with this. I still think that we should be a little bit coy about the locations of all this stuff. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's one thing that we need to hold on to because if this knowledge makes us a threat, then... At least the knowledge of the locations of all this ember makes us valuable. Think of it like a bargaining chip. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've sort of got two, haven't we? Because we've got the stuff that's hidden and then we've got the stuff back at the... Well, I suppose we don't actually have the location for that, though, do we? Gwen has the location for that. Yeah, well, mm. but we could just as well bargain with that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we can probably get it from Scour if we asked him nicely. Oh, it's a terrible thing being rich, if you see what I mean. When you're rich with demons. Hmm. Oh, here he comes. And the guy is weaving his way back out. Claps the, the same guard on the back of the shoulder. Walks up to you two and waves a hand. Right, come on, this way. And walks forward through the gate. I shall follow behind him. Follow. I will extend my hand out like the lady I am. And wait for a young gentleman to escort me. Oh. Because I need to look like I belong here. Oh, sorry. Three hours later, <laughs> Enid is still there. <laughs> Reg will, will run back to uh, um, for Enid his arm. I do not acknowledge his presence. Yeah. 
Well, he is still the butler. <laughs> it's very confusing, this. Oh, right, all right, yes, says Gentry, realising that, that Vern is too uncouth to even notice this. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and takes Enid by the arm and leads her through the gate. <laughs> My hand's free for punching, that's all. <laughs> In you go. So the railings here, iron railings, and then a stone gatepost, iron railing to gate, which is open, which carts are going through. There are a couple of little guard booths either side of this, and Arthur leads you through and turns you right towards the back of the the big building itself, which is pretty tall, pretty impressive, very big um, stonework. In fact, uh, again, slightly too big to be that comfortable. Um, leads you to a small door that's bereft of guards actually uh, it's got a couple of steps up to it there's a light on inside you can see a light coming through um, there's, a, there's a window section in the door he walks up to it pushes it open and stumbles in hmm. hesitate briefly but then go in after him I'll continue where I'm led and I'll just I'll have the keeping a weather eye out at the back of the group just in case there's 300 guards round the corner waiting for us to shut the door. <laughs> Would you like to make some sort of um, uh, sort of roll on on looking for 300 guards around the corner about to shut the door? I, I'll, yeah, I'll, go on, I'll have a little roll so if there's, just to see if I can pick up anybody loitering or just anything that seems... Uh, if your spider sense is tingling in some way. Okay. Yeah, basically. Um, uh, difficulty of eight. Oof, God. Here we go. Three! <laughs> <laughs> uh, there seems to be the normal work of, um, well, it's late to be fair, but the normal work of a sort of warehousing operation going on here. Uh, you see that there is a an inner gate. So this was sort of the outer gate. There's an inner gate into what looks like a more secure storage area at the back there. There are people coming and going. There are guards keeping a close eye on anything, but uh, nobody's keeping a close eye on you. Fair enough. I will follow in at the back of the group. You go down a very short corridor and find yourselves in a biggish office it's not a very fancy office it's got thick plaster walls it's got heavy duty furniture rather than refined furniture it's, it's sort of heavy duty practical uh, massive desk that kind of thing um, there are shelves Arthur has made his way to a decanter at the back of the room on one of the shelves there are books and papers and ledgers around the place and uh, a big stout uh, wooden door there are no windows and uh, he uh, gestures at you to take some seats around the room of which there are several Vern won't he'll he'll stay stood Enid will take her hat off uh, but keep a hand on the hat pin okay Uh, wouldn't it like a drink no no thanks uh, Arthur I thought we were going somewhere for a drink I thought that was the whole idea (laughs) I shall join you for a tipple it passes over um, a a glass and decanter he puts them in front of Reg (laughs) I'll pour a couple of glasses out. Oh, poor Reg. Okay. um, I I will take it and make a show of sipping it, but not actually. As you are doing this, there's a um, sound from the hallway outside. Somebody is approaching fairly loudly. I just want to sniff my drink. What does it smell like? It's difficult to say, but probably the best analogue would be brandy. Uh, I'll shoot Verna look. Yeah, Vernal Vernal already sort of be positioning himself, I, I'm sort of like forty five degrees to the door, uh, facing it. With I did mention about us not being able to take our weapons in, so I assume I I've lost the wooden club um, that Gwen gave me. You have the uh, fake sword. My fake sword. Well, let's. Is it obviously fake? 
Would you know it's fake unless you got close? You would only know that it was fake if you actually drew it, I think. Okay. In that case, I'll sort of I'll sort of stand very upright and looking strong with just that, you know, one hand just resting on the on the hilt. The door opens and uh, there is somebody in the outfit of a Kindler guard there who sort of pokes his head in, looks around the room. Ah, Captain, says Arthur. It's all right. We're just going to have a drink. Uh, everything will be fine, but could you just keep an eye? Captain shrugs, nods, and closes the door behind him and, and goes back outside. Mm, you seem very friendly with this lot. I work here, he says. Sorry, um, yes, uh, he puts, puts the glass down. And suddenly his attitude has radically changed. Explain exactly what's going on. There's something a bit familiar about him, again, just his attitude, the way he sort of turns, but suddenly he is clearly not drunk. End of episode. Please do join us for the next episode in which our rats visit a library and Reg is quite overcome. Flotsam is a game by me, Ian Thomas. Our players are Amelia Tyler, Chris Payne and Jay Britton. Editing was by Ian. Sound effects were by Ian with help from the lovely people at Freesound and the music was composed by Ian. You can find out more about us and about the game at the website flotsam.city.